numbers tell a story if you if you think about it uh, especially when you do like company valuations right you have few numbers together you're able to understand what's their cost of capital why is this so high what's the growth rate you understand why there is what's that number telling you and there is a whole story that is connected to the quantity side but also to the quality side What story are you telling? Whether you're intentional about it or not, you have an audience and they think in story. The Doug Thompson podcast features diverse storytellers sharing their practical tips for telling the story they need others to envision and trust in order to take a new action. Here's your host, Doug Thompson. In this episode of the Doug Thompson podcast, I interview Urmi Hossein. Despite coming from a culture where women are not normally found in finance, Urmi followed her love of all things math to find a successful career in the field. She leverages stories to connect with people about finance and overcome her fear of speaking by leading a Toastmasters group. She hopes to leverage that work to do a TED Talk. She also believes that all women should learn public speaking to truly stand out in society. Hey, everybody, and welcome again to another episode of the Doug Thompson podcast. As always, I am your host. One of these days, I won't be, you know, I'll surprise you and be somebody else. But today, I'm the Doug Thompson. Uh, and with me, I've got a guest from Canada. We've here, you know, it's, it's, it's winter when we're recording this. So I'm glad I'm in Texas and not in Canada because I'm not cut out for cold at all. So uh, or I, I said I wasn't going to try to do this. And I'm not. So please introduce yourself. Hi, hi, Doug. Thank you for having me in your show. Uh, my name is Urmi. And as you mentioned, yes, I live in Canada. I live in Montreal. And fun fact, it's been snowing today. We had a huge snowstorm of 15 centimeters. But now it's sunny. So at least it, that's a good side about this whole snow. <laughs> that is. I lived in Chicago for a few years. And you know the, the sun after a nice, then at night, it's always sort of like glows the moon shines off of it and makes it really nice and all that then three days later it's ugly and you're tired yeah. of it <laughs> go away so what tell us a little bit of your backstory here sure so my name is urmi and uh, urmi means a uh, wave and uh, it's a bengali name and to tell you a little bit about myself i like to introduce myself as bengali by blood italian by birth and canadian by law so I was born and raised in Italy. I was uh, born in specifically, I was born in Sicily. I grew up there. I lived my whole life there. And uh, my parents are, of course, from uh, Bangladesh. And that's why I say I'm Bengali by blood. And uh, many, many years ago, I moved to Canada. And because I've been in Canada for such a long time, I became, of course, Canadian citizen by law. Uh, in Canada, I did my studies in finance, which I love. I love studying finance. It's, it's really my passion. I used to go to school. I would have classes, and I was so happy to be in class and listen to my professor. It was, it was literally music to my ears. And uh, I graduated in 2016. And after graduating, I started working. And guess what? I'm still studying, and I am pursuing my CFA designation. And um, 
And if I can tell you a few things about myself, I'm really all about uh, self-growth. And some of the things that I do in my free time is a volunteer in nonprofit organization where I dedicate my time to, you know, help others and work towards women's empowerment and gender equality. And I am part of the Toastmasters. I've been part of my club for about three years. I'm very happy there. I am also the president of the club. And I want to use Toastmaster to eventually do a TED Talk. And I know you are also uh, someone who gave TED Talk, so hopefully I can learn from you as well. Well, that's that's a there's a I mean, that's a lot here. Thank you for sharing all that other stuff. So I, I want to focus on on the on the finance pieces. Were you always good at math? Did math always interest you, even when you were a little little girl? You know what? Let's go back a little bit in time because when I was uh, in Italy, I first did my high school there, and. Um, I used to be very good in math, but I thought I was good because, you know, I was a very hardworking person. I would study. And I remember my teacher would always use me as an example, as like, I'm the good teacher who knows how to do math. And I was very good also in financial uh, math. You know, you have to do some problems related to finding the present value, the future value. And it never really occurred to me that I could be in finance. And then when I came to Canada, uh, I did not think about going into mathematics or doing finance. Like finance never crossed my mind. Never, 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 never. And it never crossed my mind, especially because in the culture where I grew up, uh, usually women are not taught to handle the personal finance or investing. So I, I also didn't grow up with that mindset. Then when I came to Canada and I did international business as a major, I was like, I don't like this. This is bringing me nowhere. I know already this stuff. So I had finance as my minor and I went to a few classes and then I was like, you know what? I want to switch. I want to have finance as my major. It was the best decision ever. Literally it was the best decision ever. Like my grades were much better. I would go to the exams and I was so happy that I, I was going to the exam. I was so happy that I was studying for finance. I was probably the only person like they were so happy about going to finance classes. Um, I would listen to my professor and he was like, this is so amazing. It, it was literally like, for me, it was like another new world. And even nowadays, I cultivate this passion. Like I read finance book. I watch like lectures from finance professors on YouTube. Like I have nothing to do. I watch them because they are just so amazing. And I actually realized that I'm actually good in math because finance is really all about math. So I'm pretty good at it. And I actually do enjoy solving problems. <laughs> well, I, you know, I took an economics class when I was in college and struggled to stay awake and macro. So I, I, you get it or you don't. Obviously, you this is something that sort of rings very true to you. And you bring up, you know, that it, in your culture, you know, I, I, when, as I talk to people, that have sort of grown into these other things that, that are outside what the norm is for their culture. You see a lot or hear a lot of luck you did. You found this passion, this stuff that it was like this big secret that had, had never gone on. And, and, and I love I love that you've done it because finance does combine you know, math. It, it all comes back down to math, but also there's, there's stories and why the math is important, right? There's a story behind um, you know, what, why, why is this future value going to be this? And there's a story behind that, right? That sort of fills that up. 
how have you learned or, or did is that sort of what connected you to the math story pieces that it sounds like you like sort of solving these word problems and these things like that you know why because um numbers tell a story if you if you think about it the, especially when you do like company valuations right you have few numbers together you're able to understand what's their cost of capital why is this so high what's the growth rate you understand why there is what's that number telling you and there's a whole story that is connected to the quantity side but also to the quality side and you are able to create a story about the company so that's why I would say like you know finance in a way is also about telling story through numbers and you can also do the same with like personal finance too if you look at you know your own personal finance you can understand okay am I in, in that do I have a good high net worth you know there are a lot of things that you can connect about an actual person too so you 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 were again good at good at math good at finance and all that and then you found Toastmasters how did you sort of stumble into that okay we still have to go back in time and uh I was not good at public speaking like I remember even when like when I was in high school I was so nervous to to do a presentation really 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 nervous and I didn't know about Toastmaster back then and then when I moved to Canada I um I was studying and I went to this uh, workshop and they were saying oh these are some extracurricular things that you guys can do and one of them is Toastmaster so I joined the Toastmaster club just out of curiosity I wanted to see how it was and um back then I joined it and I was only committed for like a few months literally eight months but I did not feel I was learning a lot from it because we were a much bigger group there was never a chance for someone to speak and I was also shy and very reserved especially among that many people that I never really got out of got out of my comfort zone I never would raise my hand and be like oh, yeah I want to answer a table topic question no this was out of question so I stopped and then 2016 came I was finally working and after that, I felt like I lost a little bit of myself and who I was. So then at the end of 2018 and 2019, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back to Toastmaster. So I looked for this uh, specific Toastmaster club that is near my workplace. <laughs> I went there and it was such a disaster because I was like super, super nervous. But I remember I had this one goal in mind, which was to do a TED Talk. Because I watch a lot of TED Talk and I was like, you know what? I have this goal in mind. I have to get over this fear. So I went to this Toastmaster Club. We're relatively small. We're like 10 people. But you get so much out of 10 people because it's more like, you know, intimate. You learn more. People are much more approachable. And I went there and I said, yeah, I'm here because I want to do a TED Talk. And right off the bat, they called me for the table topic. And it was, it was a disaster, I remember. I was super nervous. My hands were shaking. They were sweaty. I was just like, when am I going back to my seat? But I didn't give up. So I went the next time. And next time, again, they called me for this table topic session. I was like, why? But you know what? It was because I kept pushing myself. And because of that, like, I'm thankful for myself that I did that because now I am much more comfortable, 
you know, even doing this interview podcast, they teach you so much, especially the table topic session that we all hate, but now I'm able to, you know, answer questions in a better way. I'm able to answer the question, which is, I think, the most important thing. And I'm also much, much more comfortable. And I also think as a woman in finance and as a woman in general, we need public speaking because it will make us you know, much more confident and credible and also maybe much more respected by the whole community or the whole society, whether it's at work, at home, in any situation. Yeah, you also then become sort of someone that another young lady or girl can look forward to. There's somebody like me, it, you know, Italian, Bengali, Canadian, whoever that can do that, finance can do that thing that that is that is sort of non-traditional. It's not you don't see that a lot. So so mm-hmm. you know, that that's you're a trailblazer in that area. In that you are you didn't have a lot of role models that were like you that you could necessarily look up to do. You're sort of breaking that mold, and then you're being that that guide to those behind you that do this, which is a very important aspect of life. I talk about this a lot is there's a, in, in Tim Ferriss's book, Tribe of Mentors, Terry Laughlin, who came up with this total immersion swimming technique, he, he had a quote and it was, it was about, you know, we're all sort of on this road to mastery and we're all going to die before we get there, but it's our job to sort of help, you know, ask for help from those in front of us and help those behind us of which you obviously are doing your help. You're just setting up a nice pathway for those to follow. And I want to thank you for that. I have, I have two daughters. <laughs> thank you. So I really appreciate that. Now, you, why did you think that, so what was sort of the, the, the turning point in making you good at, or comfortable at the table topics type thing? So at some point in time, there was something that you did that sort of flipped a switch for you. What was that? You know what? It was, um, it happened almost exactly a year ago. And I met a girl uh, through YouTube, LinkedIn, and we're very similar in a way. She's also in finance. She runs her own business. She also pursued her CFA designation. And I told her, like, I do all these things, but I want people to know me. So she's the one who asked me, do you want to do an interview with me on YouTube? And it was my very, very first time showing my face on YouTube, being interviewed on YouTube, you know, I'm, I was aware that everyone would have seen me. And I remember when I did that interview, I was very, very nervous. But after doing the interview, finishing the interview, I realized that I really enjoy doing this. I really enjoy being interviewed by people and talking about me and teaching to people through my voice. And I think that was the whole turning point. Because after that, I did few more interviews on YouTube. And then I finally opened my own channel. And now even when I like do my own um, you know, videos and everything, I don't have a script. It's all impromptu. I just have a few points and then I just record. That's it. That's great. And so it sounds like, did she put you at ease or something? So you know, a, a lot of times it, somebody will come in and, and phrase something or do something you may have heard it before, but it didn't really make sense until they phrased it exactly that way or did it that way. Did she do something that sort of flipped that switch for you that, that puts you at ease, that removed that self-talk that I can't do this? <laughs> um, I think it was just 
our it was like a normal conversation you know she wasn't um, you know asking me you know what is this or how do you do this it was just a normal natural spontaneous conversation and I think that's what helped me to be a bit myself and be comfortable talking in front of other people so she, she was great at that yeah there's people that you talk to that you don't you don't think about it. it's a conversation you like no. it's people forever to do that and exactly recognize that that puts you at ease um that's helped you know that's helped remove those other roadblocks that you have because mm -hmm. i did in my ted talk the the inner voice we have that tells us these things that are we can't talk we can't do this it's you know that you have to find a way to to put that under control and it sounds like you've now got that mm -hmm. uh, so, so you talked about your YouTube channel. Tell us a little bit about what you what you talk about on that. So I actually just created it. I, I went to see it was my 2022 resolution. And so I just created it. You know, when you start a new team, you're not sure where you're going with it. It's it feels like that, but now I feel like I know what you want, I what I want to talk about. So I talk about career, I talk about finance. I talk about um, public speaking and also I, I provide a few tips on, uh, you know, self-investing, how you can improve yourself and be a better version of yourself. I, um, I just created it. So it's a work in progress. Uh, so far, I have a few videos on how you can study for the CFA. So I provide tips on how you can study for level one, level two. And there will be more, of course. And, uh, and I also want to talk about a little bit uh, about myself and my ethnicity and what makes me so unique since I come from different uh, cultural backgrounds. So there's been, there will be more to come. That's, uh, and and this, the, the importance is you do share a little bit about yourself. You're not just simply a, a, a talking figure that could be animated or something. You know, you <laughs> something and it's that humanity and vulnerability that you have and the experiences that you had growing up that made you who you are that it, that people can relate to because we all somebody that we can look up to or we can relate to and exactly you know, glad you're doing that and it is it's, you know my podcast I started out three years ago and this is the fourth season recording now and it's evolved every time to come on you know I originally had one idea and then as I got into it I found hey I like this aspect better and that other thing just took too much energy to do, even though it sounded cool at the time. So I, I'm, you know, keep, keep up the good work to do that. And, and on your TED talk, uh, what, what's, what's the date that you put sort of out there to go ahead and do that? When are you going to jump off that ship? The TED talk? Yeah. I don't know, but I, I'm, I told to myself, it's going to be short to medium goal. Okay. That's, so, that's it's a worldly goal and hopefully you get to do it in person you know a lot of people has done ted talks over the last two years have had to do it remotely which i i did mine in person look at i did it well like one of the last ones uh in in person and and it makes a world of difference when you do speaking and stuff that way you can actually video's nice you can see things and all that but you're still missing some of that energy that goes between humans when you mm -hmm. when you're out there exactly um, Exactly. So I like that you're writing your own story. You're writing your own hero's journey. You're not being bound by, by what society thinks or by you know what 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 uh, where you grew up or these other. I mean, they help form who you are. Exactly. And you, you found these other things to go that I want to now change, not necessarily change, but evolve who I am. Right to do something. I agree. I agree. And and 
And I think it's important. It's also part of your own journey and your own self-exploration. And it's building your identity in a way. And like you mentioned, I did not have a role model, but I am mentoring different organizations because I want to set, you know, that I want to be that role model for other girls and hopefully they can learn from me and they can change the world as well in a better way. And that's a great way to sort of to sort of close that whole thing is you want to be that model for the other girls that don't have anybody to look up to that's you know that's like them and I think that's that's giving exactly. back to making the world a better place. Exactly. So we'll put this in the show notes so we'll put your YouTube channel and stuff <laughs> connecting on LinkedIn, you know, there are other, some, some other ways to get a hold of you. Uh, yes. So I have my own YouTube channel. I have a LinkedIn profile and I also have my blog. It's called my ways. And in my blog, I also talk about career finance, public speaking. I also give a book recommendations and I also talk about, uh, you know, ways you, you can improve yourself, how you can build multiple income streams, finance books that you can read. So I talk about different things. Well, that's great. We'll put all that stuff in the show notes. So please reach out to her. And she's, she's a, you know, such a great story that comes on. It's a story of success and continuing involvement into uh, a superstar. To Thank, go on. You. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.